0: My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still
1: deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done, and here we are now.
0: Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely.
1: Never before in American history, Has there been an uprising like this? Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is
0: going to be the American century because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. The headline reads, The Duke of York has settled the sexual assault case filed against him by Virginia Q. Frey for an undisclosed sum, sparing him the humiliation of giving evidence in a trial and protecting the royal family from further reputational damage. But that's the headline. What do we know for sure about that settlement? What's in the fine print? And what happens from here. Is humiliation completely avoided from this point onward? I doubt it. Well today on Irishman in America, Mary McKeown puts the whole thing under her microscope to find out why it came to this and the US legal obstacles Giffray had to overcome. It's not me, It's you. That's what Donald Trump's accountants said this week when they cut ties with his business, saying that nearly a decade's worth of Donald Trump's filings should, quote, no longer be relied upon. We examine the crazed response that breakup provoked from the orange lad. And finally, on a much more serious topic, the Ukrainian crisis extends into another week with the U.S. expelling ambassadors and some shelling being reported in civilian areas is all out war just around the corner. We'll talk a lot about that. Marion, it's brilliant to have you here as always.
1: Hello, Charlotte. It's great to be here. How are you?
0: A uh, rough old week in the Regan house, it's fair to say. Yeah. Unfortunately, Tina, my wife, tested positive. Uh, so it's, it's been a crazy week for us in our specific situation that means an awful lot more than oh geez, she'll just get over it in a couple of days it's been a hair raising and challenging time so part of part of that is you know trying to keep the plates spinning I haven't got a brand new episode for people this Sunday. Instead, we're going to re-release a classic episode with Ronan O'Gara. And I don't think anybody will be disappointed. It's one of my favorite chats we've ever done. The great news is, though, Marion, that Tina is past the worst of it. I feel we've just got to take it day to day. But thanks to everyone who's been in touch about that. It is just one of those things, isn't it? We're lucky we got it at this point in the pandemic
1: well I, you know i think that yeah that that thank god it's it's now rather than two years ago but it's it's still and i think this is why one of the reasons people need to understand that you don't just get vaccinated for yourself you get vaccinated for people who have medical conditions who would be much sicker from COVID than than you might be and mm. i think that that's something people you know that just has to be hammered home constantly and my really all my best and, and love to Tina and and I'm so glad to hear that she that she is getting through this. And thank God she has the antivirals now. But I realise, realised this is a tough time. This is this is difficult.
0: It is. It is. But I know that your uh, chat here is one of the highlights of her week. And probably a lot of people listening to this <laughs> who are in the same situation, isolating in their houses. My thoughts go out to those people, too. So it's great that you are here and that we can provide Tina with a and those people with a, a chat that they can enjoy take their mind off things because i was completely caught off guard by this settlement this week i thought we had had the discussion that this woman wants to take this man into court and into the public eye and watch him squirm and actually see the sweat on the stand we didn't get it
1: no, you know, is isn't it strange? Because at the end of the day, Jarlath, as 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 if we should not know better, money talks. And you know, I we, I am not being cynical in saying that I believe that we don't know what the settlement is because it's being kept con- con- confidential. Hmm. But we do know that, you know, I mean, the, the the report suggests that it's somewhere up north of twelve million, and I think that Virginia Roberts Jeffray earned every penny of that and deserves every penny because I've been looking through you know I mean there, of course all the memes are there that mummy fixed it for Andrew and, and there are so many questions that this raises not I mean you've got to feel sorry for the queen she's 95 and she's still bailing out her 63 year old son I, you know when does it end mm. you know the guy hasn't got a job he's sponging off her in a house that she owns as well you know it's it's like what it's it's <laughs> the worst example of how not of why you should not spoil your children are the best example but but um and, but I, also there's I, a
0: serious question there because it's taxpayers money too that it's taxpayers money being used to pay this off
1: that, and I think that's one of the things. Do people know this? Like, do we know? we There, there was a report I've seen that the Queen is paying around 2.3 million to Virginia Giuffre's charity to, to help the victims of sexual abuse and sexual assault. But where is that money coming from? Is it coming from our piggy bank? Is it coming? You know, is there a point that the taxpayers are, are footing this bill, which they, they frequently seem to do for these people, you know, and and uh, yeah th- th- there, there are a lot of questions raised but I think the first question you asked no we won't see Andrew, we won't see him sweating in court, I suspect that the thought of, a couple of things happened here, Jufrey, absolutely like she has a brilliant lawyer I know I've spoken before about David Boyes, and you know I-, I first came across him 20 years ago when he was involved in the Bush versus Gore case, he was representing Al Gore, he's just one of those guys, like he, he was it- it involved in the Microsoft, the huge Microsoft antitrust case he brought that for the government he has a mind that is just it's, it's a machine and I think that if you look at the, the various tactics where she was saying no she's going to have her day in court where they systemically just broke Andrew down and and, and went to court and had Judge Lewis Kaplan in New York who because basically Prince Andrew has tried everything everything over the last, what, seven, eight years to avoid this coming, to avoid the day where he'd have to write a cheque or where he'd have to testify. And, and you know, he's just escaped by the skin of his teeth. But there were a number of things that happened over the last couple of weeks, I think, starting with Gillian Maxwell's conviction. You know, I, I think when, when he saw that, it was like, oh, whoops, OK, now I'm friends with a convicted pedophile who killed himself. And I'm friends with his long-term mistress, partner, companion, who has now been convicted on multiple counts of sex trafficking. That's not a good look. And, you know, just to remember how close Prince Andrew is to both, or was to both of them, you know, he stayed in in, um, Epstein's house in New York after he was released from prison for basically, the charge was that he pled guilty to was the soliciting, you know, of minors for prostitution. You know, a minor, you cannot, in in my view, legally that's statutory rape. That's not prostitution because those girls were under the age of consent. So, so therefore, you know, it it, it that charge was a was a make up charge to satisfy him and to get him to plead guilty in an appalling deal. But so we saw Andrew in his house after that. We saw Andrew in, in Central Park after that. We know that he. Andrew and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell all hung out in Mar-a-Lago together with Donald Trump. We know also that he, um, Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein were, and, and indeed Harvey Weinstein were guests of Prince Andrew at a number of social events. We know in particular that Epstein and Maxwell were invited to when the Queen had that big party for it was Andrew's fortieth, it was I think Princess Anne's fiftieth, it was Princess Margaret's seventieth, and it was the Queen mother. There's hundreds, and who were there as guests of honor, toasting with champagne, etc. Other than Maxwell and Epstein, so you know, for Andrew now to claim that they weren't his buddies and he didn't really know them, etc., etc., is just laughable. But I, the statement that he released is also laughable. In in the uh, settlement, claiming that he would obviously do everything in his power to help the victims of sexual abuse and, to, you know, and the investigations he has refused. The, you know, the, the, the um, Buckingham Palace and his spokespeople say that he is willing to speak to the FBI and he's willing to cooperate. He has never spoken to them. I've spoken to FBI press people who say, no, he has not responded. You know, he may be describing himself as willing, but he hasn't lifted a finger to do anything to help. And I think then that, that, that the way also his statement said that he never intended to to and I'm paraphrasing here to malign Virginia Dufresne. Well that is laughable because he went after her, the media went after her. She has been excoriated and she's been really crucified. And I have to say, she's a thirty-eight-year-old mother of three at this stage. She's married. She lives in Australia. What she has gone through, what she has been through, her tenacity in reaching this settlement is absolutely astonishing because let's not forget that back in, you know, we could go back, uh, but we we don't have time to go through the whole thing. But I just want to highlight one point. In 2015, she tried to join an action uh, in Florida, that, that was being brought by by uh, women who had said they had been sexually abused and assaulted by Jeffrey Epstein. And in her action, she claimed that not only had she been sexually abused and assaulted, like in her her basically her petition to join, she said that she had also been pimped out to Andrew and to Alan Dershowitz, the the mm. well known lawyer who was acting also for for Epstein or who was acting for him and advising him, uh, and the judge dismissed her. And this is a judge, a guy called Kenneth Mara. Okay, now let me tell you a little bit about Kenneth Mara. Kenneth Mara got his law degree in Stetson University. Now, if that doesn't sound like a university you've heard of, there's a good reason for that because Stetson University is a little, uh, well, we'll just say it's a private university in the middle of nowhere in Florida. Basically, anyone, your cat could apply to go to Stetson University and there's a good chance that they'd get in. Uh, th- like the, the the graduation rate is is lower than most American colleges. It's a, it's a university that nobody has heard of that has no standing for a very good reason. But this judge was appointed by George W. Bush uh, to the district court in Florida, uh, presumably as a favor to to his brother, who was then governor. And, and you know, he's a judge that has It's just, I mean, basically his response when she had an absolute right to join that case and he said her suggestion that she had been um, sexually assaulted or was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew and Dershowitz was impertinent. it was impertinent and he struck it off the court record. He wouldn't even allow it to remain on the record of of her petition, of her application. It's disappeared because he said it was so impertinent. How dare she? How dare she accuse these men? And, you know, you just think that 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 was, to me, that was seven years ago now, but that was one of, just one of the many legal obstacles that she had to overcome. You know, there were statutes of limitations that were run out. There were other things she was disbelieved she Excoriated in the media, and you know, and, and it was only because New York changed its laws in 2019 to allow victims of sex abuse, child victims of sex abuse, to bring cases later in life that she was able to do this. Because up until now, every other path has been closed off to her, but yet. She, you know, she she kept going like her perseverance uh, to me and her courage is is honestly remarkable. And as I say, she didn't get her day in court. That was her choice. Thankfully, she was able to make that choice that, you know, and, and decide that, OK, because, I and you know, I think she has largely succeeded because at this stage, is there anyone who doesn't believe that Prince Andrew did exactly what she claimed he did?
0: So there you have it, that's your taste of the Irishman in America for this week with Marion McKeown. Come on over and hear the rest of the conversation by becoming a member at patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad and enjoy all these conversations in full, including our feature interview every Sunday and our back catalogue of nearly eight years of interviews at patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. miracle.
1: Please,
0: Russia, please. (laughs) To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.